everyone, and welcome to another episode of What Do You Mean You've Never Streamed, a podcast that explores and analyzes prestigious and popular streaming series that are related to movies or something that's just super popular in the zeitgeist. I'm your host, Jonathan Colon, and I'm joined as always by my co-hosts, Jennifer Branch. What's up, people? <laughs> and Max Abelman. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Don't you roll your eyes at me, Jonathan. <laughs> Thank you for joining me, Jennifer Branch and Maxwell Abelman. Oh, you're welcome. As we my, discuss uh, the newest episode or the latest episode, I guess you would say, that we have watched of Amazon Prime's A League of Their Own series. And it is called Stealing Home? Episode oh, 6. Stealing Home. Episode 6, Stealing Home. I don't know. What this? <laughs> sorry, sorry, everybody who had to just hear me say that. But, uh, there's no place like home. There's no place like home. There's no place you're... like Rosie O'Donnell's gay lesbian bar. Yes. Yeah. And there's no place like hell, which is what this episode <laughs> was for me. I have to say, I hate this show so yeah. much. I, I did not think it was possible for me to hate anything that was, was this related to something that I love. You know, I've watched a lot of commentators and YouTubers review things like, you know, Star Trek Picard or the revamped other series that came out, like, you know, the new episodes of Will and Grace or the new episodes of Roseanne followed by the Connors and all of these things that are reboots like Star Trek Discovery, a, a lot of Star Trek stuff. People are very passionate about that or or like the new Star Wars movies. Yeah. Everybody being like, this has ruined the thing that was in my childhood. And I was always like, come on, guys, it's not that bad. But this. We get it is now. that bad we get we we get this it is now. the first thing that i have ever seen that is based on something that i love that i absolutely cannot stand did you like solo better than this oh my god solo <laughs> is the citizen kane of whatever this is i will say out of all of the episodes i hated this one the least i agree i actually think i, I think this um, one had the most baseball and it actually stuff happened it might be either that or maybe like stockholm syndrome is like um, setting maybe, in now maybe. like Maybe we did I'm get a like, montage. Well, that wasn't that bad, actually. Well, well, hang on, hang on, guys. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Okay. Let's do our plot description, and we will start as we do episode with oh. Clance. What's going on, Clance? Clance kicking the off the episode of his show. Remember four episodes ago where seventy-five percent of the episode was about her? Well, unfortunately, this time they have decided to barely have her in the show. Yeah. What a shame. Yeah, what you know she's still working like... on that comic for Guy. Yeah, you know her character has, I think, the most consistent consistency of any character on this show honestly yeah, yeah. her motivations have been true and they have been yeah. consistent and she doesn't change from week to week she's always the life of the party she's Justice putting up with max's clients. crap even though yeah. she makes a transphobic remark about max's uncle and yeah yeah so you're saying france is you're saying from finally week to week, like this is happening from week to week <laughs> this show is basically like 24 it all happens within a day maybe right. even within the same minute Remember, we got we had happened. two episodes of this that took place within a two day period because Guy got the notice that he was to report in two days, and then the next episode there was still more stuff happening with him before he got yeah, deployed. They yeah. had dinner like four times before he actually yeah. went. It's it was, a lot of dinner yeah. in two days. Anyway, so yeah, Quance is the main character of this story. She is the heroine of A League of Their Own on Amazon Prime, but she decided to take a back seat this episode. She Good did go. Her. Good she for did her. go take a stand against Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz. Oh. 
Oh, she. Oh, yeah. Which she was, went I think, the witch. best part of this entire episode. Probably. Was her saying that Dorothy's the villain of the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. And Hot you got to say, she makes some good points. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she really does. I don't does. think anyone would have had that take oh back in 1943. I wish we could have her on this show. She could tell us all about her feelings on the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. I I think, what do you think she thinks of the rest of A League of Their Own? Oh, like, no. I bet this actress is like, this is a great role for me. I have some great dialogue. I have great chemistry. I don't know with the that people she that knows I'm in the show that with. she's on yeah. A League of Their Own. And then she just thinks she's, she's in a period piece on the and, 40s. And watch this show and be like, oh no, I'm in something terrible. <laughs> oh, I thought dear. it was good. I was acting my ass off. And oh, now look at this. Oh, this is horrific. All right, we got to stay on track, y'all. We got to stay on track. <laughs> anyway, right, so moving on. Um, the Peaches do some montages. They use the hit the cream cheese out of that one line, which made me actually scream at the TV. The whole thing, was that last episode or this episode where we found out that they were going to try to trade players? That so was that, this one. Oh. That was this, this one. This episode okay. felt like it was long. about six episodes long. Yeah, yeah so it they, did. They, so the basic thing is the owners want to trade all of the good players onto the two top teams so that the World Series will be a big deal because they're anticipating that men's baseball will be shut down the following season. So mm. they want to move the league up into the major league stadiums. Never mind that there's probably 30 or 40 major league stadiums at this point and there's only four American girls baseball league yeah, teams. That's yeah, that's a weird point. That, but th- I don't, maybe I don't it think that was true at I all. Don't know. I don't know. Nope. Who knows? No, I think by this point, you know, by the end of the season in the movie, they were like, oh yeah, men's baseball is not going to be shut down. Yeah. Roosevelt himself said it. So I, unless yeah. Roosevelt is not the president in this universe, Who it's knows? probably like Donald Duck. It's probably like JFK for some reason. Probably. I feel yeah. like they have mentioned Roosevelt. I don't know. Doesn't matter. But it was probably anyway. like, like yeah, El- I think they did mention like Bill Roosevelt. Roosevelt. <laughs> Bill yeah. Roosevelt. Yeah, my favorite. Yeah, Roosevelt. Carson Roosevelt. Carson oh is actually Carson Roosevelt. Is every character in <laughs> yes. this show. Okay, so yeah, we talked about this. Carson is now the greatest player in the league. She's the catcher, which is Gina Davis's role. She's also the coach, which is Tom Hanks's role, and she's also the one who is promoting the league and stirring up good vibes for them and trying to talk the owners into keeping them together. So she's also David Strathairn's character from the first movie. Yeah. So she's just everybody now. She's the yeah. hero. All yeah. the heroes rolled into one. All hail cards. Yeah. yeah, she's the hero for the team. She's the hero for Max because she's providing her with representation and advice about how to be a good lesbian. Even Which, though she's bad Max at being a lesbian too. Uh, why would Max go to her of all people? Yeah. I don't, it's like, and she knows other queer people. Why would you she go to Max? You already need to like, go to Birdie and talk to Birdie, so why not just do a double whammy and go apologize to Birdie at that point? I and, guess. Yeah, or talk to yeah. Birdie's wife. Yeah. Uh, and we've now moved into this realm where Maxine maybe, I don't think she's trans. No. no. I don't she just wants to be so. more masculine than quote unquote the norm. She right. wants, she to, wants something... she wants to hold on to some femininity. Jonathan, yeah. the show explains this to us perfectly. She wants to be something in between, like pizza. Oh, pizza. Yeah. Do you guys oh, like pizza? Because this Have episode pizza? uses pizza as a metaphor for lesbianism. Oh, good. Not well, <laughs> and they explain that the metaphor is not working well as a joke in the show. <sighs> if you could call it. But yet they don't provide us with a better example. Right. So the, the pizza comes from Greta and Carson go on an official date to an Italian restaurant. Well, no, we have to backtrack. Okay. Because because of the whole, they think they're going to be because, tra- because of the wonderful <laughs> because, things he does. Because they do go see Wizard of Oz a <laughs> bunch of times in this. So because 
because they think they're going to get traded, Carson gets suspicious when she sees Lupe talking to one of the comets kind of in a friendly sort of manner. So she thinks that Lupe's trying to get in good with the comets players because she wants to get traded to the comets. So she follows Lupe. Turns out Lupe goes to a gay bar and Jess is also there. And she doesn't know what a gay bar is. It takes no. her like way too long oh, to figure it's like out. like three's company level of oh misunderstanding. My God. Even and though uh, she had to sneak in and yeah. there was a weird accountant yeah, and they used the term of friend, friend of Dorothy. Dorothy. Popularized in the late 1980s. A friend There's of Dorothy. no way they had come up with that is a term, three years after. It was popularized. Uh, I looked it up in the late 1980s. It started on cruise ships for some reason. Well, that makes sense. But not... Re- read that on your own time, yeah. but that's where it started. Uh, Let's just say, suffice to say, even though it was probably re-released in 1943, in 1943, The Wizard of Oz movie was not a what do you mean you've never seen? Yeah. Because it was not financially successful when it first came out because yeah. you know it came out the same year as Gone with the Wind and Gone with the Wind got all that money yeah right. there was no money left for the Wizard of Oz I mean mm-hmm. the only thing I can think of is maybe like there wasn't a lot of movie production going on this year right, not right. new movies so they like had to release something yeah well and back then Wizard of Oz. particularly family movies or event movies they would release them every couple of years because there yeah. was no home right media no whatsoever. way to watch it no, at home sure not enough TVs and stuff like that so yeah. they would just re-release stuff all the yeah. time sure but this was everybody's first time seeing The Wizard of Oz because they were all awestruck by it. Yeah, I They're guess. Like, I don't know. Those red shoes were so red. Yeah, and Jess like, doesn't like line. movies in color. I don't know no, why that was there. But anyway, so she finds them at the gay bar and the best cameo of all time in this show comes and Jonathan was also mad that Rosie O'Donnell herself made yeah. an appearance. She... Good God, Rosie. <laughs> what were you thinking? <laughs> Did they not show you the scripts for this thing before you agreed to appear? I don't think they showed Nick Offerman the scripts, and that's why he was out after two episodes. So maybe not. Maybe they like they're big stars. They're just like, just come on this show. It's a league of their own. It's going to be great. And Rosie's like, yes, I'm on board. And then she gets beaten because eventually, of course, there's a raid on this bar. And Carson wants to take Greta there, and she takes her there on the night there's a raid. And Joe is also there and probably gets caught. We don't really know. It's kind of left ambiguous. But... Mm -hmm. And a surprising turn for the end of the episode, there was something actually interesting. That I, happened, I, which I actually was did. I, like Although, I said, this wasn't yeah. my least favorite episode because I feel like some interesting stuff did happen. There was some development. At of least stuff, it so. broke our expectation of everything will be boring and nothing's going to come And everything gets reset every However, episode. Yeah. That but. montage, which also was intercut with the montage of Max dancing with a woman at Uncle Bertie's secret party, yeah. Gay party. Party was an Ike and Tina Turner song. Yep, and yeah. it did From not the late fit 60s, the mood. Early seventies, and it did not fit. It did no. not fit the Once mood again, at all. What is with these needle drops? It's not like they didn't have music in the nineteen forties. Right. Yeah. yeah. Maybe play a song from The Wizard of Oz. Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe anything. Who knows? Somewhere the rainbow. Yeah. Or just so... play the cut jitterbug sequence for it. So yeah. Good so God. now there's a raid. But luckily, Jess and Lupe weren't at that bar that night because meanwhile, Estes run away. And so they go and find them. Those oh, three, yeah, I feel to, like, like are the heart and soul too. of this team. I, think... I Those are the only ones I care about I think, at this point. Lupe, Estes, Jess, and I think Estes, maybe Estia. I think 
she's gonna die. Probably. Uh, I, I think SC she's they, the reason SC they've gone to find her is because she's time. committed died by suicide. I think. Poor thing. Nobody seems to care. Yeah. And Lupe's tired of always getting stuck with her because she's the only one that speaks Spanish, and yeah. she just I kind of thinks she's young and annoying. Even though Esty's probably the only one that's actually age appropriate to be in this league. Yeah. You know? but, and every time they give her all of these lines that she just says out in Spanish to everybody, and whenever you read the subtitles for them, she has said something that's just truly and deeply depressing. It's really sad. They didn't take her to the movie. Like, what do yeah. they care if when, she can like, understand the movie? If she also, wants to go, just bring her. What? They, they also took turns doing pregame speeches between each of them. In her pregame speech, she said in Spanish, even though you all treat me like a ghost and I barely exist, and then she says in English, let's play ball or something yeah. like that. Well, We're and the reason why game, Lupe yeah. and, and uh, Jess know there's something wrong is because they find a letter that Esty wrote to her mother talking about how they're best friends and they know that she knows that they're not best friends so yes. it's yeah. a little it's scary so and then the episode didn't, yeah the episode then didn't care enough about little, her to like i know that's go sad. back to her at the end of that maybe we'll see or maybe we won't see at all the next episode who knows who knows but those three are really the only ones that i think are actually yeah. any good at baseball so you know they're the only ones i care yeah. about at and this again, point there was a couple of montages which i think is another nod to the movie where yeah. like they intercut the montages with the newspaper headlines. And yeah. This was by far the most baseball we have seen in this show. Right. We had to wait until episode six to get baseball in this show. Right. But again, these girls are not athletic. They don't look good doing oh, the plays. Oh, we got some more fun Carson, Carson running. running. I don't in this feel episode. like Greta knows how to play first base. Her stance is all wrong. Everything. Oh, yeah. She's no always got the wrong foot on the, on the bag. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. I don't like it. I mean, maybe that's a thing, but I yeah. really don't think so. I just want to say, though, for anyone listening, we're not baseball experts, in case you haven't figured that out, but we do like baseball, right? So, yes. I mean, well, to be Jennifer fair, and I, I, do. I yeah, don't. Yeah, so be... we know a little bit. We're not experts, so if we get something wrong on the baseball stuff, sorry, but at least we get more right than this show does. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I could probably write a better so baseball could story. I, than and this I don't show. know anything about baseball. Yeah. Our father and our grandfather and our uncle were giant baseball fans and Giants baseball fans. Yes. So we know a lot about baseball because we've had to sit through it our entire childhood. Jonathan's played yeah. baseball. I played softball a lot. We and know yet you're not gist. a lesbian. No, I'm not a lesbian, surprisingly. Yeah. Who knew? You must have been the oh only non-lesbian. I was dying when Lupe said, oh, I think 35% of the league are lesbians. I was like, what are these percentages? It's more like yeah. Did you like? <laughs> did you like, first of all, did you it's take like a poll? It's like all the lesbians are on the peaches. <laughs> Maybe, maybe that's second of all. Everybody's a lesbian in this. Well, except for the one girl on the comets, which is the real reason Lupe was talking worse because that's her sometimes girlfriend, I guess. Okay. Oh Oh, boy. There was a lot to hate in this episode. There was some. What did we hate the most? I I think I I hated. I think you hated the cream cheese. The cream cheese and Rosie being there. Obviously, nothing wrong with her performance. Um, Her dialogue was, of course, clunky, as heavy-handed as a giant hammer. Yeah. You know, she might as well have just smacked us in the face with a crowbar. I am so tired of Carson. I am so tired of her being the center of the universe on this show. And this is from a person who originally thought that Clance was in it too much. But now I'm like, oh, could we have more Clance (laughs) than less Carson? (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah. Carson is just the worst. She is a black hole of charisma. She is where charisma goes to die. She is not interesting. Her stance, the way she stands, the way she speaks, everything about her is just boring, boring, boring. We always watch with closed caption and the closed caption will say when Carson has a line, stammering. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. We know. So still a bit of a mess. I can't tell what I hated most about this episode. I I, like you. I said, this might be my favorite episode. This might be my favorite episode. Uh, if I have to pick there one that I liked, least, it's going to be this one. There was at least two moments that I was okay with, at least. There were some things about this episode that were at all okay, so I think this one's winning. Me too. That's, if I have to pick a winner, it's going to be this episode yeah. so far. So we'll see what happens in episode We'll see what seven. happens, yeah. Oh, God. I, I just, just <laughs> I shudder to think of what's coming. I just want to you know, simmer it down because I just don't want it to be just an entire hate podcast. I never wanted this to be an entire hate podcast. No, me neither. Uh, this was quite a commitment for us to do every episode for the first thing that we do every episode of a thing, but we were so sure we were going to like it. I mean, yeah. this was like a slam dunk. This was supposed and again, to be. I have to say that the actress that's yeah. playing Maxine is doing a fantastic job. She is compelling. She is interesting to watch. Although, again, I don't always understand where her story is going. where we're headed with her, what her current motivation is, because she seems to change course mid-episode every single episode. Mm -hmm. But her acting is really good, and her her performance is is good good to watch. I really enjoyed the scene between her and Bert at the end, where she was explaining why she didn't wear the sport coat. Those were good scenes. She's trying to find her own way in the world. And again, the whole side of the story that's Maxine and Clance and all those other people is very interesting. It just has nothing to do with baseball. Right. It's just to yeah. be its own thing. It really Maybe the should. problem with this show is white people. They shouldn't have done it at all. Yeah. But mm-hmm. oh my God, I do not want to ever watch Carson run again. Oh no. Her running is Hands all above the shoulders. Ah! It's like Hands watching above the Frog the run. I just, every time she it runs, is. I think about the scene in the movie Kit coming towards Dottie at the very end and the <gasps> look on her face. And it is like the most powerful running you've ever seen. It's like a she tank is, coming at her. She is just charging. And then you see Carson, Kermit the Frog. Like, <laughs> what is happening? Oh, the other thing that I hated about this episode was they copied the Dottie gets knocked down. Oh, that was this yeah. episode, right? Yeah, that was yeah, this episode. Yeah, that was this They copied episode. The, where the runner knocks in the movie. The fantastic, A League of Their Own, the movie. In the middle of one of the montages, they have one of the runners charge at Dottie. They knock her down. She falls flat on her back, but she still manages to hang on to the baseball. And then that scene is mirrored later on when Kit does it to her later. This was like, oh, I'm falling down but look, I still got the ball. And of yeah. course it was cut like five times. Yeah. Yep. It was not one continuous shot like it was when they did it with Gina Davis. And yeah, I was so angry. <laughs> Yeah, well, I thought it was funny to to they point out in the episode, well, you know, Carson has us practicing six hours a day. And I was like, "Mm, Penny Marshall had those girls practicing eight hours a day for a movie. (laughs) For six months. You know, this was like... This is supposed to be the real league and they're not even practicing This is like before the 40-hour work week, right? People worked more than eight hours a day. Uh, They could Uh. be practicing more. I I mean, they seem to be getting slightly better, question mark, but... We're being told that they are better now. Yeah, we are getting a little more baseball. Yeah. Like I said, this was was the most we got, you know. If there's anything that we've learned from this series, if we decided to write a series of our 
our own is that we should definitely tell and not show. <laughs> right. Yeah. We should just tell the audience what's happening. Don't show it to them. Don't give them any visual evidence. Just be like, oh yeah, we're winning now. Oh, we're great. Oh, we aren't changing our socks. Oh, we're fighting like little children. Oh, God. I finally learned the blonde uh, girl's name is Maybell. Took me six episodes to I figure that out. I swear to God, until this episode, I had no clue what her name was. Nope. Me neither. None. And also, <laughs> she was interesting in the beginning, but she's kind of turned into a, a caricature. Character. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's a little, yeah. Anyway. So, keep that's... Keep joining us. Yeah. Two more episodes to go. We'll see. We're in the home stretch, folks. We are uh, three quarters of the way done with a league of their own. Only on three quarters of the way done. Do you think Nick Offerman's going to come back? No. Oh. Oh, no. Because everything they showed of him in the trailer has already, we've already seen. That's a good point. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, true. I, I don't think we will see him again. I think Carson's going so. to courageously again, I just coach don't. this team all the way to the World Series. This just doesn't feel like but it what? should be allowed. But the question is, during the World Series, what is Clance going to be doing? <laughs> she's still she, well, they got to figure cartoon. out. They got to figure out what's going on with them being well, docked with their she's, pay. She's moving she's to gonna, political cartoons. We got a little yeah. hints of that with her Dorothy okay. being mad because you know she felt like they had the quote-unquote volunteered their hours so they didn't get paid for all the hours. So I think she's going to switch to political cartoons, and I think that's a, I love also, that journey for my, her. My best, my only real, probably genuine laughter in this entire endeavor was when she said, "They don't even know that they're volunteering." <laughs> <laughs> Talking about the Tin Man, the Scarecrow, yeah. and the Lion, yeah. I actually chuckled at that. Another that conflict good. in this episode that we're never going to see resolved was that they weren't paid all of their hours. Yep. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. Their, they weren't paid their overtime or whatever yeah yeah another and it's wonderful plot dropped. line picked up and dropped yeah immediately just like yeah. we're never gonna we're never gonna find out it's like they what wrote down that a bunch that of died in the second episode it's what like, happened to that guy that she was kissing up to that got moved to a different company like uh, what happened to that this show was written by uh writing different plot lines on different like colorful rubber balls and then like letting a baby run around in a room with them and whatever the baby picks up that that's the storyline they're doing first and then drops and then another one. <laughs> Sounds good. Oh, or That's or, how we write a League of Their They own. write plot points on a piece of paper, put it inside a balloon, fill it with helium, and then whichever <laughs> one comes down first is what we're doing this week. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. Why not? And, and, the, if, and with that Amazon pro that's the thing these people are getting paid yeah. to do this lots of money yeah. like Jeff Bezos has money to give yeah, them absolutely <laughs> and, and I hope our listeners appreciate that we aren't getting paid to watch this no. or uh, record these recaps but we do it for you because yeah. we love You're our welcome. fans we, we are volunteering our we time. are volunteering but we're happy to be doing this for you. We hope you're enjoying these recaps. Oh, please enjoy them. If you're not enjoying them, let us know. We'll n gladly never do this again. <laughs> we just got two more to do. but This uh, specific series, at least. This will be the end of our discussion of this episode. So yeah. I'm going to hand it off to you, Jennifer, to say goodbye. All right, everybody. That's our show. On behalf of my co-host and myself, I want to thank our listeners for joining us each and every week. Thank you for subscribing, downloading, leaving five-star reviews. And if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at what do you mean you've never seen at gmail.com or you can check the links below for our links to our social media. You can reach us on there. DMs, tweets, emails. Just let us know what you think. Jonathan and Max, I'm going to say goodbye. And, I, you know, dirt We in the really skirt. hit that cream cheese out of this one, didn't we? we Indeed. Yeah, we dirt in sure. The skirt. Pizza on the airplane. Justice for Rosie. I don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> Bye, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. <laughs>
This episode of What Do You Mean You've Never Seen was edited by Jonathan Cologne and Max Abelman. Our episodes and digital content are produced by Max Abelman. Your hosts are our writer, Jonathan Cologne, producer, Max Abelman, and head of social media and community outreach, Jennifer Branch. All artwork for our show is created by James Alexander with Pleasant View Designs. Check the links in the description below for more information on how to follow the show and subscribe to our Patreon. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you at the movies. Thank you.